Hello everybody and welcome to Perspective Season 2, a podcast about the many facets of reality. We are Magdalena and Beatrice and today you're going to listen to Side B of the Skin Fin episodes. The discovery of the one outstandingly contradictable vessel that we all live in is a phenomenal realization to me. I was lying one day in a hammock that is in our backyard, one fine evening, hidden from the sunlight, that was too hot for this time of year but warm enough for me to not burn the minute I would stick my nose out of the shadowy comfort of the chill house. The relaxation of the slow swish to the left and swoosh to the right still brings me joy and peace while giving me enough freedom of thought to contemplate about random wonders of the universe. The breeze was light and pleasant, so like a small child, I rose my hand trying to see the wind slipping through my fingers. Not that I managed to actually see the blow of the wind. I think that would be fine time to finally go to the doctor. Rather, I tried to see the blue lines that I would draw on a painting to indicate why the leaves are magically held up in the air. So one fine day I was lying on a hammock and I was looking at the wind, lightly touching my hand. Naturally, I would then shift my focus from the wind to my hand and the skin protecting my bones. We use the word skin to describe many things, some realistic, some less possible. There's the term thick skin, indicating the toughness of the soul and mind, being able to magically deflect the insults and hurtful words, as if the ability to ignore someone's comment or critique has something to do with how thick is our skin. Without even mentioning of what part of the skin we are talking about. To protect, to protect the mind is a simple guess of the part of the skin we are talking about, which is quite opposite of the thick skin. To protect the soul is matter very complicated to the point I will not start. To be honest, I wouldn't even know where to start. Then there is the phrase of having thin skin, which is the opposite from the one before, where again, no matter how you will look at it, will at least partially contradict the saying itself. Another bizarre phrasing that we all love and use is the one when we are getting under someone's skin. Which, I have to say, first of all, if you're even trying to attempt that is a disgusting matter in itself. You have your own skin that is perfectly fine and adapt to your size and needs of your body. You don't need another one to hide from the world. Second of all, what exactly do you think will happen to the person you are trying to get under their skin? They don't have another to simply put on. It's not a coat that you can take out of the wardrobe and put the old one in the laundry. Third of all, that is a side matter, but puzzling to me. If you are getting under the skin, do you shrink to fit or do you stretch to fill in all of the available skin? Or maybe you need to take the drink me potion to be able to disappear under the skin. That is just part of the actions two people can do with the skin in sort of um, togetherness. There is one that individual can do alone, and that is to jump out of the skin. To jump 
out of the skin. Now, if we stop for a moment and think this through together, let's consider the logistics first. You are actively jumping out of your own skin. Is there a button that allows you to do it? Or is there a system that measures how happy you are and after hitting a certain levels, it gives you the possibility to get out of your skin painless? How would that work? Is there a zipper under your skin that opens and closes itself when you are done? And what happens when you are not enthusiastic anymore? Is there another button that lets your other part of the body more down to earth in feelings know that the happiness is over and slowly puts you back inside? Also, how will your insides look after the procedure of jumping out? After all, the skin is there to make sure that everything stays inside of you together and not splatter all over the floor. Mm, nope, moving on. I don't want to have that mental image in my head. So, back to unjumping out of your skin. How do you jump back in? Maybe while jumping out, you are actually jumping into another dimension. One that you can actively survive in without your skin and where the excitement is over, you need to jump out of it when technically you are jumping into your skin again. But then what happens in your skin in our dimension? Is there still here or does it go with you to the other side? All of this jumping is oh so confusing. I think I just prefer to stay here in my hammock. The discovery of one outstandingly contradictable vessel that we all live in is a phenomenal realization to me. The thickness and thinness of the skin vary depending on the aspect you are considering to compare one to another. A simple paper can cut your finger, something that I am always forgetting about while reading yet another book from my small library. The amount of pages that surprise me with their sneak attacks has to be in hundreds. Who could imagine that a paper so thin can do so much damage to our technically thick skin? I think I prefer to stick to the normal definition of the skin. A soft outer tissue covering all of the vertebrates. A soft blanket covering all of our squishy insides from the dangerous and contagious world. You just listened to side B of the Skin Theme episode on Perspective Podcast. Theme music and background music of the episodes are by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. To contact us, write us an email at ourperspective.podcast at gmail.com. Or like us on Facebook, ourperspective.podcast. Or you can follow us on Tumblr, where you can read the transcript of the episode. It's perspectivepodcast.tumblr.com. And thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week to discover the next theme.